0: Welcome to episode 108 of Drew's Sports Crew here on this Monday night. Yes, myself, Drew Skyberg here, back from, you know, a wild home opener for the Milwaukee Brewers. It was an exciting one today. I'll talk all about it. And again, great to be back here for episode 108. And we're going to be discussing here. We'll start with the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll talk about baseball, right? It's back. It's great. It's exciting. It's fast paced. It's, um, you know, on top of that, you can steal a lot more bases. Now we'll talk about that too. But otherwise we're going to wrap up with the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll talk about week 25 last week. Final Bucks um, prediction challenge will be posted tomorrow. So, and that'll be posted on TikTok, YouTube shorts, on again Instagram reels, you'll find that at True Sports Crew. Um it's exciting, but again, it's it's bittersweet, right? I mean it's the last prediction challenge of the season. However, right, we have playoffs coming up soon. So um I guess I have a playoff prediction challenge, but we'll I'll I'll be I'll wait and see and see how we have to see how the Bucks do. We have to see where what seed they are or looks like the one. Hoping for it. I'll talk about what we're looking at that also, but yeah, we're. I'm gonna be doing some playoff picture. I'll be talking about possible matchups, likely matchups, you know, kind of that, the scenarios for the Milwaukee Bucks, so you can kind of visualize who they probably are gonna play, who they could play. Right. We'll talk all about that. But otherwise, announcements wise, again, at True Sports, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and YouTube. Right, where you're if you're watching right now, make sure to hit subscribe and like and, and hit that like button as well. But again, if you're on You're on Spotify, you know the drill, just right, just follow five-star review, same on Apple Podcasts, or all listed platforms, right? Go through that procedure on that. Otherwise, scheduling this week, you'll have, of course, Journey A million. Zach Roush and Jared Voleski will most likely be joining me on Wednesday for another episode. But also, right, MLB DFS is here. What? Yep, I got you covered. Don't worry about it. That will be on Friday. We'll be previewing that slate. Reason Friday with some of those night games makes it a lot easier. I'll be at the game Saturday. I'll talk in the schedule. That's kind of what we're looking at, of course, our three-episode week. Let's get rolling. Baseball time. The Milwaukee Brewers win a thriller at home for their home opener. Look, that series in Wrigley, Um, game one was brutal. Let's be honest. It was brutal. It was Wrigley. Oh, the whole series, it's, it's a three-game series in Wrigley in March and April. We know the weather's not going to be ideal. It wasn't. Um, otherwise, you know, games two and three picked it up. Um, you know, it's uh, unfortunate with Luis Urias. We'll talk about what, what was going on in that with him, right, now being out. But look, Monday, April 3rd was a great day. For the Milwaukee Brewers, um, home opener, right? Brewers love their home openers. I love their home openers. I've been going, right, since 2015. Um, and good good to go back for another year on that. Um, exciting time. And the game was fantastic, right? I mean, Brewers win 10-0. Nice win. Three-hit game only for the Mets. It was Freddie Peralta versus Carlos Carrasco. I think the cherry on top for this one for me was, you know, Luis Guillorme pitching. Uh, the bottom of the eighth was great, and him leading the MLB in ERA now with the zero ERA was great. But Bryce Wilson getting a three inning save, I thought that was cool. Um, again, Bryce Wilson dynasty holder in a big dynasty league for baseball, whatever that means to you. Um, it's cool to see he's had a great he had a great spring. He was actually a guy who right the. Bruce, I believe, trade, and they only give up cash considerations, right? You have a guy like Wilson, who again is a—he can be an out getter, he can be an, an, an inning eater. Inning eater. When I say out getter, out getter is those more you know, those high leverage situations. Those inning eaters, maybe the not so much like today, right? I mean, he was he was the inning eater today, but but really, I mean, this was his first appearance. Looked great. Uh, I can really see him progress into some sort of out getting role um I I do think then like Peralta looked phenomenal again a guy another guy who had a great spring who just uh, starting off strong in 2023 uh Peralta looked fantastic um you know there', there were some control issues right I mean there, there were six walks today that the Brewers allowed and again Peralta um gave up some of those I believe his total was three yeah it was three and Wilson had the other three um otherwise, you know, I I thought just Peralta did fantastic, right? I mean, he got into some jams, got out of them, played great. Um, going on the Bur side. I mean, it was the bottom of the order today. I'll tell you the bottom of the order combined. So when I say bottom or I'm thinking like let's talk about the six, seven, eight, and nine hitters. They had are you ready for this? They had six of the ten hits. When I say and it was six through nine. And then they had of the RBIs, they had seven of the 10 RBIs was the six through nine hitters. So look, Bob, the order came to, sh- came to play today. They showed up. Um, not, not to say guys like Winker or Domus did not, you know, Domus or Domus was one for five um, with an RBI. Also Winker, Winker played, I mean, we knew Winker was gonna have a nice spot in this lineup against right-handed pitching, but but really, I mean, th- the amount, you know, the value he brings that DH spot to is I I really underrated it. Um, you know, so far I'm seeing three or four games. Right? I mean, Winker's such a patient hitter. Two walks, um, you know, good exit velo numbers. It was like, wow, I mean, th- this guy's just a hitter, man. And having a DH in the DH spot. Um, of course, you know, when we see more lefties coming up, come about Bruce again, struggling against lefties. Um, I, I don't know. Is it? Well, I, I have a good feeling Voight's going to be playing first when that's the case, but you know, I, I mean, it, it was, it was good to see. I mean, it was good to see for Winker again, still hitting lefties is my concern. Uh, Christian Yalich one for, yeah, let's not talk about it. Four strikeouts, one for four. Um, he walked though. But four strikeouts, nonetheless, it was not a good – or 0 for 4, my apologies, uh, with four strikeouts, one walk. Um, yeah, I mean, it was getting tough. Um, camp wasn't playing the ball in play, not making good swings. Uh, otherwise, again, pitching was the strong suit in this one. Love to see what we saw from Peralta Wilson. Sorry, I want to talk about this game because it's the home opener. Look, Brewers gave all cowbells today, the fans did. Or the to the fans, uh, the stadium improvements I want to touch on as well. Um, so you'll you'll notice when you enter American Family Field in 2023 the following. Um, this was kind of my list I made. I was thinking about. Um, so we've heard about the sound system, right? We heard about it. I um, heard it was going to be great for concerts. Let me tell you. I mean, it, it is worth the hype. It, it was it was fantastic. I mean, it was phenomenal. The sound was um, speakers like everywhere. Um, you can really hear it. You know, it's it, w- it was good to hear. I felt like in some moments, some microphones might need to be turned up, but it was the first home game. So I'm imagining that's going to get fixed because it wasn't even like that loud and I was still having difficulties hearing what was all going on. But I, th- I think that was, that's the big one. You'll notice there's a Potawatomi, like almost scoreboard. Like it's, it's like, and there, it's like a scoreboard, but it's like a graphic out in right field. Uh, it's where the, there used to be a clock. If you remember for brewer fans um, or people who've gone to American family field, nonetheless, there is now like this Potawatomi thing that, that goes along with like the scoreboard or like the, the boards on like the, between the sections, you know, it goes along with that. So enjoy, you know, I, I enjoyed seeing that. It was, it was pretty cool to see the graphic light up and do different things. Um, again, uh, the, the restaurant to be named later is finally named. So that was cool to see. Um, and again, that's out left field. And it's oh, again Lion Cool is the sponsor of that. So I mean it was it was interesting, you know, it was completely redone. But I thought it was I don't know I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, also the Visi Loft is a new one, and it's it's Lion Cool's barrel yard. Um I should add it's a, it's a brew pub. And they, they're a pretty cool menu, I've heard. I haven't, we didn't eat there today. Uh, Visi Loft, though, on right field, new, you'll notice it. But just overall, the stadium, it's a lot, you know, the concourse, the main concourse, a lot brighter. They have a new alum, uh, the, a game gaming memorabilia store. I mean, I've never really had those, but they have a new one on the bottom but for lower level concourse as well. So I, I think it's worth the hype. I mean, the, the amenities, you know, the, the concourse when i say it's worth the hype i'm talking like they were talking a lot about this stuff in in the off season if you following and it was really cool to see there right, the concourse for example being so bright you know some that looked like some new graphics some new displays and i i was impressed and everything's uh they sort some things that weren't officially rebranded with the new logo in 2020 so when i say that i'm thinking like um you know, there's some signs outside the stadium that weren't rebranded all the way. They got those all rebranded, all of those classic Brewer colors. So, really enjoyed seeing that. But that was kind of the main, you know, going through the new stuff in the stadium, new list. Um, if I remember more, I will gladly share. But, you know, the schedule this week... Um, not, I just want to talk a lot about that one game. I know it was a lot. But, again, 2 out of 3 in Chicago in that tough weather. Good to see. 10 nothing against the Mets. Good to see. Tomorrow, um, you know, the Brewers, nobody's, nobody thinks the Brewers are going to win. Um, it's Max Scherzer versus Wade Miley on Tuesday, 640. It's going to be a fun one to watch. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, the pitch clock's real. I mean, like the game was two hours 38 minutes or so with like 10 runs being scored. So that tells you that it's real. Um, and then again, they have the Mets Wednesday. And Woodruff will be pitching that one. I believe against David Pierce or er, Corin Burns will be pitching Wednesday. My apologies with Corbin Burns pitching Wednesday against, I believe, David Peterson. That's what I'm thinking. Friday, I'm thinking Brandon Woodruff. And then Saturday it looks like to be Eric Lauer. In that game I'll be at Saturday with the Giannis Antetokounmpo Brewers City Connect basketball jersey. So really gonna be an exciting one. Um, also those cowbells are really loud, like very loud. So be on the lookout for that. You might hear fans bring those in. I wonder if they'll let fans bring them in. I'd imagine, but I don't know. Sometimes they get weird about things like cowbells. So. Just keep that in mind. Also, the Brewers have a $4 kids meal this year. Which, I mean, junior junior hot dog, junior nachos, Cracker Jacks, and a soda for 4 bucks. I, I was tempted to just get one for myself. I mean, pretty cool. Probably trying, maybe try on Saturday. I'll see, though. Um, I did want to talk about those new LB rule changes a little here. I'll tell you the prediction challenge. I got four and two this week. Um, I had them winning. Yeah, twenty today. Have them losing tomorrow. I had them losing Friday. So that's kind of where we're looking. Um, but so far again, those rule changes. You know, game the the average games down twenty eight minutes so far this year, and that was what I saw. You know, yes, today is what I saw like earlier today, and then I also saw um, you know, a stolen base success rate is insane. I mean, so there's like seventy steals already. Um. It it was an insane amount, um, and like we're we're on pace already, you know, and of course through three four games, small sample size, but we're on pace for some historic stolen base bases right now, so it's gonna it's gonna be wild, but I, I it's been fun, you know. Uh, the Mets got hit with a lot of violations today, so I was something to monitor. It was like they had three total violations, one batter actually got which per scoring, it's not a strikeout. It's actually a disqual, like a, like a disqualified, you know, it's like a, I forget what they, what they specifically called it in scoring, but it was like rule violation and out. Um, it was kind of like the, the, the scoring, you know, if you're, if you take a score, it's going to get weird, but you're going to have to embrace it. Um, When you're taking score, but Bryce Tarang, of course, today, grand slam, very cool. Shout out to him. He's gonna be a stud. Weimer's gonna be a stud. Weimer, Weimer reminds me of Corey Hart. I don't know if that if that's crazy, but a tall, right handed, um, outfielder, kind of a free swinger, nice arm and right, has some nice pop, good speed. I, I think Corey Hart, joy but Weimer is a great comparison. Maybe you know it's a lame comparison because they both were you know playing some corner outfield for the Brewers, but that's where I'd go with it. But again, stolen bases are up was kind of the point I was going with before and guys like Terang Weimer and Mitchell are going to run crazy. And again, we're hoping Luis Arias is doing well. 4 to 8 weeks he'll be out. So expect Terang to fill his spot from then. If Terang plays well, uh we're going to we're going to be in a spot when we're going to be in a good spot when Arias comes back. Really. I mean, more the more depth the better for this team. So I'm excited to see that. But otherwise, that's the main stuff I had for baseball. I wanted to hit on the old home opener experience. I got some photos, some videos. I really – I'm going to be posting, so be ready for those. I love posting the sports content. I was in New Orleans this past week. I actually got some sports content there. Just a few photos, but we'll gladly share them with you all. Um, otherwise, Brewers, again, off to a 3-1 and one start. Hoping to keep it going for them. Let's go to basketball. Sorry, there's a lot of baseball talk about the Brewers and about one specific game, but really got to get the information out today about what happened. What was my experience like? Is when when you all go to the ballpark, I want to make sure you all enjoy the experience. Please walk around the ballpark. See the, all the new stuff I was talking about. It's It, it was great. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, try out that kid's meal too. Try out that $4 kid's meal. I'm intrigued to see how that goes. So let's go to basketball. In basketball today, we got to talk about what's all going on. And, you know, the big thing is we have four games left. We have, I'll, I'll read them to you. It's Washington. So we go at Washington tomorrow, 6 p.m. That's April 4th, Wednesday, April 5th. So you have a back to back thrown in there. The Chicago Bulls at home. This one's on ESPN. This is a big one on ESPN. 6 30 p.m. tip. Friday at home against Memphis. And then you go to Toronto. I'm happy we got Memphis at home. Last time we played Memphis on the road, we don't want to talk about it. It was a 30-40 point game. It was a disaster, to say the least. Um, So, not looking forward to that. I mean, like, when I say disaster, let's go to last Thursday for a little bit. That back-to-back. You you put up 149 against Indiana, 149-136. Then you give up 140 to Boston. And, you know, I, I I was... incredible to see a 41 point difference right in that one. Giannis played, I mean Giannis put up 24 points. Uh the Bucks the Bucks weren't hitting shots. I mean they shot 32% from 3 compared to Boston shooting 51% from 3. This game this was one that actually moved all the power rankings like Boston number 1, Boston 1, Boston 1. And I'm like no, no. You saw my power rankings they came out um People aren't a fan where I got the Kings. I'm like, you know, I, I, I get not valuing, you know, um, regular season a lot when we're looking because right now we're getting playoffs. It's like what teams are going to win or not. But it's like man, I I just feel like people are discrediting too much what Sacramento's done this year. You know, they break the playoff curse, right? I mean, they they actually in a west Western Conference where – Teams have been, it's been a gauntlet. They've like gone above the hurdle and are like this team that's just stuck and safe at three, you know, in that three spot. It's like, it's impressive what they've done, really. Um, so that's something I think is incredible. But again, Washington, Chicago, Memphis, Toronto. I got four at all this week. They went, they won in against Philly yesterday. That was a good game. Sunday night, Sunday night basketball. Pretty cool. Um, I was actually watching Sunday at baseball yesterday, um, couldn't didn't have that game on. I couldn't get it on. Didn't have the channel for it. So unfortunate, but uh, yeah, we will then right. So that's this week: the Washington, Chicago, Memphis. I want to talk about the, we're like the playoff picture the standings. That was like this stuff. I'm like, we're Bucks are 56 and 22 right now. Four games left. We got to talk about the logistics you now. Where. Where teams are, what are we gonna expect? All that good stuff. So the Bucks are four to go. Um, four games to go. So they have they've played 78 games. Boston has played 78 games. Bucks are two games ahead of Boston. So basically, right, you do the math. Um we're looking at right the Bucks need that three and the three and one or four and oh. I believe Boston does have the tiebreaker. If it's head, to, I they I believe they played three times, two to one. I think it's head to head. Bucks have won one, Celtics have won two. If I'm not mistaken, let me know. Um, but that's that's what I believe. So um, right, we're looking. Bucks need to go three and one or four and oh. And then also Boston would need to win some games too. So it's not like you know, it's locked in. But we're looking at that. Um, well, we're looking at the playoff wise though. Right, the seven the teams that are in the seven through ten are gonna be in that play in, right? So it's seven, ten, eight, nine. We'll see. Then the winner, the higher C goes as the seven, lower C goes the eight. And really, I mean it's the Eastern conference is done. I mean, uh, barring Orlando winning all four, Chicago losing all four is the is the exception. But we're basically all done. So we're looking at, we're looking, we have the 10 playoff teams. It's Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cleveland, New York, Brooklyn, Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago. Those are going to be the 10 teams. Matter of where they are, though, is not really all decided. The play-in, playing looks to be pretty set. Barring, you know, Brooklyn could, they, they, they could lose four in a row. They could lose three. And then Miami would have to win three. But it looks like. Uh, the top six will be again Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cleveland, New York, Brooklyn. I think it'll be in that order. You know, I, I think they're pretty set um, as the top six. But then Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago. I think for the Bucks, the best case would be the following I think it'd be Chicago. They play in the play in against a team like Miami, they win the play in, they have to go to Milwaukee. Well, I say they have to go to Milwaukee. It's a seven game series, but they have to play Milwaukee. That'd be great for the Bucks. Really would be. I think they would they would um it'd be a pretty easy easy series. It'd be like a four or five game, right? Quite frankly, I think the Bucks play any of these four teams in a in um a, a series. I think it'll be a four or five game, maybe six, but I I see that pretty unlikely. Um I was actually already looking like you know, and us box fans, we're we're lucky, we're spoiled, right? I mean, we, I was more lucky at who we we're gonna play in the second round. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I was thinking, you know, it looks like it's gonna be Cleveland or are you New York. You want New York, in my opinion. I think, you know, so I I mean, uh, just to kind of talk about my playoff picture, I think it'll be Cleveland or New York, and at the, what would happen is the they couldn't really – the winner of Miami-Atlanta they won't play is how it works. I, sh- I should ref- reframe this. Other than I, in the, I described the play-in, which the play right, it's not 7-10, 8-9. My apologies. I meant it's 7-8, 9-10. And then the winner of the 7-8 and eight game goes as the seven seed. The loser plays for the – the loser of the 7-8 seed plays the winner of the 9-10 for the eight seed. Right. So my apologies on that. But what happened is Chicago would have to win two games in order to play. Um, Chicago or Toronto would be the case. And, again, you'd want Chicago. So we'd root for them on that. But, again, like talking, it'd be Cleveland or New York. That's what I meant. Um, I was talking before New York, ideally. But then we're looking like a Boston might – we we want to avoid that two seed because you basically would play Philly in the second round and don't want to play Philly in the second round. Nobody does. I think they're a pretty underrated squad. So, um, I'll I'll go to Sacramento over here for a second because you know all the all the talk about you know having them too high in my power rankings. You know that um, Sacramento's the three seed. I get it's a tough spot. They play three in the six. Golden State is going to be favored in this series. I'll tell you that right now. If they played Golden State, they'd be – Golden State would be favored. Six and three. Doesn't matter. Even though Golden State can't win on the road, still doesn't matter. They'd be favored. And I I totally get why. Um, If Sacramento wins that series, they have a tough one. They're going to – it's either Phoenix or Los Angeles right now. Look, the West is a mess, so, like, we're going to – it's hard to even look – like, this is going to change one week from now, easily. Like, this could all change. Like, the whole – the 5 through 10 spots, or even the 4 through 10 spots could change. Um, I think more likely, well, Phoenix at the 4. Um, but we could actually have Sacramento play. the. I think Sacramento's best case would be Sacramento plays the Clippers in a 7-game set. I, I like Sacramento. That's, like, best case. Memphis is pretty locked in. So, like, Memphis or Denver – at Memphis and Denver at the one and the two, so Denver at the one, Memphis at the two. I should say, it's most likely the scenario we'll see. That'll be like Denver versus, you know, one of the, one of those four play-in teams. Like, like Dallas right now is not in it, which is incredible to see. New Orleans actually, the eight spot, right now, and then Minnesota at the nine, OKC at the ten. It's crazy how teams under five hundred are gonna make the playoffs. It's incredible to me. Like OKC. 30 like the 10 seed in the west for sure is going to be under 500 or either going to be 500 or under I think they'll be under um pretty weird but again I I'll make my official bracket for my play, for the playoffs next week when we have more information but um just want to kind of preview like what's going on looks like Milwaukee's going to so for the Bucks you're going to play either Toronto I mean, you could really play either Toronto, Chicago, Miami, or Atlanta. It's more likely you'll play—I don't even know who—it's more likely you'll play. Um, you'll play. You'll pick one of Miami, Atlanta, and then possibly both of Toronto, Chicago. And then you'll play either Cleveland or New York, and then you'll play anyone in that finals in the conference finals when you make it, and then the finals when you make it, Milwaukee Bucks. So, playoff picture for NBA gets weird with the expanded playoffs. Kind of like when baseball last year, it it got weird, you know, but ended up getting through it. Um, And yeah, those are the main things I wanted to talk about, right? My Bucks prediction, 4 0, Brewers prediction, 4 2. Got that. Power rankings again for LB will be out either tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, I want to get a bigger sample size for games too before I start, you know, moving teams around after a weekend of baseball. So. Keep that in mind, but those are the main things I had. Again, at Drew Sports Crew, all platforms. Find me there, and again, I'll be back here Wednesday and Friday. Friday we MLB DFS, and let's let's go, Milwaukee Brewers and Milwaukee Bucks. So thank you all for listening. To yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, it's a perfect podcast for you.